Hump Day Quickie's Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickie's Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex-positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non-monogamous lifestyle. Nick and Elizabeth share their Florida adventures. Elizabeth flashes her titties, fucks a mechanic, and they even find people who know about the sex apartment. They have a puppy pile at Secrets and also share their favorite swinger stories, too. And we're back at the sex apartment once again. Nick and Elizabeth, welcome back. Thank you. Thanks for having us. It's our pleasure. Welcome, welcome. Left off after your first couple experiences last time. So before we get into best, you guys wanted to hold off on this interview until after you guys went on your trip down to Florida. Let's go ahead and jump into that. Yeah. Where'd you head to? Daytona Beach, the motorcycle rally down there. Okay. That was kind of full circle, right? That's what got us started in the I was going to say. Yeah. um, A motorcycle rally. We went to the quote unquote swingers campground at another rally. Now, to be clear. When you say Swingers Campground, this this is literally one of the campgrounds that is known. Like the biker gangs go here, the, if, if the normal families yep. go over here, and the Swingers are here. Yeah, if you happen to be a biker and a Swinger, this is your campground at this particular rally. Well, I had specifically searched out a party campground. I didn't, it's a smaller rally than Sturgis, so I didn't know if there was going to be a, and you know, the, the Sturgis Campground, it's not advertised as a Swingers Campground. That's just where they all go. It is known. It is known. It is. I mean, but. Seriously, a, a couple could be going, hey, this is our first surgery. Hey, there's a spot here. Let's go. Yep. Yeah. And- much, well, much like swinging, you know, kind of getting into motorcycles, you almost need somebody to show you the ropes. It would be very difficult, I think, to pick up and buy a motorcycle and just become a, to ride a motorcycle. You know, somebody has to. I can't imagine somebody buying a motorcycle and going to Sturgis without talking to somebody else that's been to Sturgis and being like, oh yeah, if you really, really want to party, you go to this campground. Yeah. If you want it quiet, go to this campground. Sleep at night, go if to you're this into one. sleeping with somebody else's wife, go to this campground. <laughs> like the bikers are very talkative people. Like if there's a party somewhere, they're going to be like, oh, this is the party. This is, they're usually like they're going to tell you exactly what you're going to find, where you're going to find it. I specifically searched out when we went to Daytona, a campground that was going to be party friendly, bands, entertainment, things like that. I knew it was, was going to be a party there. Okay. So you picked this campground. Uh-huh. How populated with swingers are we talking? The first couple we met, um, they were from Jacksonville and super nice. They seem to have known everybody. Like we're super lucky. But again, you know, I kind of put it out there. We're pretty friendly, I think, and outgoing. Yeah, like, just a little. Yeah. You know, they were like, hey, we're camped here. When you guys get set up, come visit us. So we went and visited them and they they like gave us the whole scoop. They're like this friend, you know, they had all these friends coming and they're like, on this day we do this and on this day. Oh, they it, had a theme for every day they give you they um give you the theme of what the girls were going to dress like every single day yeah and this was again just amongst the swingers of this campground yeah and they're all their friends so a lot of their friends had like little scooters or whatever and (laughs) what what are they what do they call it the five o'clock beep beep yeah (laughs) yeah so every day at five o'clock they would all get on their scooters and just ride around 
the campground just beep, 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 showing their boobies, looking for <laughs> boobies, beads flying everywhere. And that's actually not even, like, that's just typical biker that's, stuff. Yeah, that's I mean, not even swinger stuff, yeah, but like, biker. they just happen to be swinger bikers. Good motorcycle rally etiquette is to carry beads with you in case you get flashed. Then you can give a girl beads. Every day is Mardi Gras at biker mm-hmm. events. Okay. I didn't notice a lot of people with beads at Daytona. I was disappointed. No, no, there wasn't a lot. Like, yeah, in fact, to, I, I, went out, beads. I went out the one night yeah. with like... I looked like Mr. T with beads <laughs> and people were like, Oh, you looking for titties? I'm like, always, but yeah, yeah. do you have some? So my, yes, here's my, some beads. So my goal this summer is a hundred beads. Nick was nice enough to where if he saw a gentleman that was interested, he would give them one of his beads <laughs> to give me. Hey, do you want to see which, your boobs here? Which I counted. Yeah. Yeah, as you should. I did that counts. count that. <laughs> I think that counts, yeah. Well, because, you know, we care about the environment as well. So that's just recycling, yeah, reusing. Right. Mm-hmm. And then and we, plus, what the fuck are you going to do with 100 beads? By the, I mean, oh, yeah, I'm going to recycle. We're going to hand them out next somebody year. Else. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna give. We're going to see titties, obviously. <laughs> yeah, and we, we had our beads set up around our, our campsite, too. And, and um, Nick said he was going to make a sign like, about um, that. Yeah. <laughs> like Halloween. Like, you know how it's like take a piece of candy. Take one. <laughs> You yeah, just gonna make a sign that says "Show your titties and yeah, take a beat." If, if we're not here, show your titties and take one beat only. <laughs> I never did it. I forgot about that. Yeah. I, see, I wouldn't do that. I it's like I'd, I'd set them up and just sit down and put the sign and, and there. Just wait. There. Yeah. yeah, that would like, well, just we, just walk by, take it, and do. Yeah, we had stuff to do. We didn't have time yeah, to sit around. We weren't a whole sitting a whole lot. lot. Okay. <laughs> So how did everything start? It was fun. We met the first couple. They were super nice. Kind of told us what was up, what was what. Every time you go to a rally, you need to, there's unadvertised things. Like um, when you go to Sturgis, they do a uh, topless Tuesday, a pantyless Wednesday run. Like these are not public knowledge. You need I, to know somebody. I now plan on being there on a Tuesday and Wednesday just mm-hmm. to hang out. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they, yeah, they were, this couple was telling us about the non-advertised things. So, you know, the, what to do. What, you know, cause I always ask people, what do, what do I need to do here? Mm-hmm. Um, when it's the first the first time we go to a rally. So that night, that, that was super nice. We went out for a ride after we met that couple, come back to the campground and we had some beers and we were walking, you know, again, you, you just walk through the campground and look for some trouble because uh, it tends to find us. <laughs> and um, we met some really fun people. Well, we learned, um, do you know you can soak gummy lifesavers in vodka and you can balance them on your nipples. It's almost like doing and a then shot. And your friends can mm-hmm. suck them off. Yeah. Okay. So we learned that. So we learned that. Suddenly I'm craving a lifesaver. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So so we were doing a few of those and uh, one of the couples that we had met. Gorgeous blonde girl. Oh my gosh. So pretty. Um, She, I don't, I don't remember how it started, but she was, she was definitely. She was very flirty with you. And then finally she just came straight out, came out and asked you if she could make out with you. Yeah. She, she definitely was interested in me. We're around a whole group of people around the campground and, um, happy to entertain like, like a puppy you said before happy to, be happy to be there her tail was wagging she's yeah, like yeah, yeah uh, you yeah, can make sure. out with me obviously she ends up with, like she pinned you against the golf cart her hands were holding on to the top of the golf cart like the roof part and her feet were on the headlights run where yeah, the headlights yeah. would be and then your ass is <laughs> against the windshield and she, yeah making out with just me. making wow. out with her mm-hmm. So I'm like, are you guys like in the lifestyle? And she's like, no, we just like to fuck other girls. It's mm. not, I, 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 I tried to explain it, how it works. Okay. And they were. I'm like, um, yeah, that's the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Welcome. So, um, you no, know, it's not. We just do threesome. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Well, we're, right. Yeah. <laughs> but I was we're not like, swingers. We just have sex with other girls. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I had asked her actually. I'm like, so do you guys like, do you swing? And she, like, she, like, looked at me dead in the eye and she motioned her hands between her and Elizabeth and said, I'm into this, like motioning her hands in between the two. And she's like, but I'm not into this. And then motioned her hand between like me and her. I'm like, all right, that's cool. Um, But then I started talking to her husband and her husband was like, it sounds like they've probably had threesomes before. And I'm like, oh, I'm not really like, I'm not into being completely cut out. Like if we want to watch your wife and my wife make out, yeah, I'm down with that. But he was like, I don't think we're there yet. Like I I want to. And he's like, really, he said like, it was kind of weird because like she's there, but I'm not like I'm the hold up. So like we exchanged numbers for some stupid reason. So he was texting me the whole rest of the night. And he's like, like, it was like, I think we had gone to bed at like 1130 or something. Well, even before that, before, by by the end of the night, he was begging us back into their camper. And I was like, he finally just sent me a text that said, I'm ready. And I'm like, well, I'm in bed, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe just pretend. You guys, uh, yeah. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was, we weren't about to, yeah, it was, it was hot in the moment. Which I guess like, I don't know, like if you want to be in the lifestyle and undecided, then yeah, you shouldn't jump into it. So I guess good for them, but also yeah, weird. Five for years us. later isn't the time to do it. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. But she was so hot. Oh yeah. And <laughs> and the whole rest of the week, we noticed that they had a different couple on their golf cart. Every, and it was, we were kind of chuckling. We're like, you're not swingers. That's for sure. Right. <laughs> Cause they're scary. Scary swingers. <laughs> So what else happened at the campground? We, um, I had put a hot date out and we met a couple and he was messaging, um, on kick with yes. Nick and, and I thought for sure. And again, we're on vacation. I don't really, Wi-Fi is a little sketchy, you know, messaging kick and kick is not the greatest app. So this whole, you know, going back and forth and I'm like, this is definitely a single guy. I'm like, yeah, let's you were not starting even to waste get, our time. Like your spidey senses were starting to get up, but, but I was like, whatever, like if we meet him. And he's alone. We're just like, all right, peace out, dude. Incidentally, and it worked out really well. Yeah, the uh, one of the the bigger bars. Um, whenever you go to a rally, there's like certain spots that every biker stops at, you know, when they're riding and stuff. So one of the big bars was across the street from our campground, which was perfect because they had bands. The campground had bands from like noon to one a.m. every night so we could just walk back and forth if and this band sucks walk across the street there's a better, better band, over band. There. and you just go back and forth we were there's a band we were interested in playing at the um the bar across the street so we were like we'll just you know meet us at this bar this guy's not gonna show up or he's just gonna be a single guy mm-hmm. whatever so this guy shows up with his really hot girlfriend she was very very cute yes very cute yes. that was fun yeah <laughs> Turns out he's actually a mechanic down there, which is pretty cool. We ended up playing with them. I was going to say, um, I was going to say, I got my text that somebody fulfilled their mechanics fantasy. Yes. So yes. So we're going to dig into this. I don't if, know yeah. if it was a fantasy. So I, I, I can read it. It said, <laughs> fulfilled my mechanics fantasy. See, so I'm glad you got that text because I didn't even know that was, I didn't, I didn't know that was a fantasy. Of yours. I know either. Oh, <laughs> until it was happening. I was like, let me hold your wrench. I didn't know. <laughs> One of the funnest things about this couple that we didn't expect was they were polyamorous mm-hmm. couple. So I think this is our first couple we've met that is poly, right? That we know of, yeah. That we know of. Yeah. So that was really interesting, getting to hear their story. Yeah, they had like, a really cool story. Yeah, so that was kind of fun for and, me. And this like, guy might be, like, one of the coolest. Like, he invited, he goes to the rallies, and, like, we'll, we will definitely run into them I again. So, yeah. Yeah, so we hung out with them for a while. Um, we had drinks. We listened to the band. We invited back to the camper. 
So we go back to the camper and we're sitting Which there for like a while. Which is like a sex apartment on wheels. I, I was really actually, I, <laughs> as, as I'm mobile. thinking about this, I'm like, that is kind of cool. Just mobile to be able sex to like, yeah. 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 We sat in our camper for a little bit. As usual happens with Elizabeth and, and myself, like we'll be talking for a while. And next thing I know, I'm talking with the woman and it's quiet on the other side of the camper or the room, wherever we're at. And oh, she's got her tongue down his throat. I guess that means it's time to move on. So... <laughs> Which is awesome because, like, I I will I will talk to you all night long, especially if we're laughing. Like, I don't know when to move it on. So, and, and I have noticed that with the four of us is that we will sit there and talk and talk yes. and talk. It's like, yes. oh, it's dude, it's two thirty. Yeah, are we doing this? Or? But no. So I I took uh, the woman into our bedroom area, which sounds fancy, but it's really just like five feet from where Elizabeth was. Her and I start making out in there, and um. This never happened to me before. So I go down on her. She starts to come and just laughing uncontrollably. Like, I've never <laughs> seen this before. I'm like, oh, my God, are you serious? She's like, yeah. She's like, that's sometimes I come that way. I don't know. I thought that was pretty special. So tell me more about fulfilling this mechanic fantasy. Yeah, and I don't know if I, I am a motorcycle enthusiast. Definitely when it comes, when it's between Nick and I, it's me who's the motorcycle more of the motorcycle fan than um, than Nick. I do love them, but he, he loves them. But I'm your the, boner is bigger than mine when it comes to bikes. <laughs> I am the driving force. Okay. Um, you know, and when, I thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. When it comes time to, to buy a motorcycle to, to plan a rally of you know to to plan the travel around it, it's it's I'll, me. I'm I'll like, drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just point me in the direction. Yeah, it's 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 definitely me who's the one who's uh, who's driving the force. So yeah, so that was fun. Just you know being such an, an enthusiast and you know meeting a fellow enthusiast is he talking bikes as he was fucking you or no 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 no, no, no he made like the sound that. effects definitely uh we we had a blast we had a great time as they were leaving he's like this is the best thing that, that this company's put out in years and i was like yes I'm like <laughs> He, he said I was hot, but he really liked our motorcycle. <laughs> I wasn't sure if he was talking. You were the bike now, no, but okay. No. It didn't matter. Yes, fair enough. Her and the bike were both happy to be there. <laughs> yeah, we were both happy to be there. Okay. I think the next day was the night of the meet and greet. We met two couples there Yeah, who weren't bikers at all, but they were in the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. He was a little aggressive, but somehow friendly at the same time. So, like, clearly way, 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 way into you. He invited us back to their house and we're like, well, we're definitely going to get murdered. Should we do this? Well, I mean, to start, the, the first thing, you know, anytime you meet somebody from not your town, you're like, where are you from? We told them where we were from and they're like, have you ever oh. been to the sex apartment? Oh. <laughs> first yes, that was question, couple, yep. have you guys ever been to the sex apartment? And I was like, uh, <laughs> we're in Florida. How what? Do you know about the sex apartment. Uh, what do you know about this? And I was like, I don't want to like show my hand. Like, I, the fuck you should have. <laughs> I was, I didn't know what to react, and I'm like, Have you ever been to the sex apartment? I was like, What? Who? They're like, No, no, we met a couple. We met a couple. Of, they said that they they've been to the sex apartment, and I was like, Yeah, we've been there. <laughs> Um, so they, you know, we were, again, we we're trying to be cool because right. who hasn't been to the sex apartment? <laughs> but you actually have been to the sex apartment on many yeah. occasions. So at this point, it's I'm fair. like, obviously. Shout out to Tom and Lauren for uh, spreading the word. Promoting yeah. the sex apartment. Yes. Yeah. So at the time, we didn't know who knew who, who had been to the sex apartment. So um, this couple was, you know, 
he was very forward. He was, you know, this is what we're looking for. And, and I, I actually appreciate that because there was no dancing around. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He was like, like he came, he went up to Nick and was like, just so you know, the girls want to fuck you. And, and he turned away for a heartbeat and turned back. Oh, and uh, to Elizabeth and goes, yeah, and you too. They want to fuck you too. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that sounds good to me. Obviously we had to follow them back to their house because I needed to know who they knew <laughs> and then in the sex apartment. <laughs> And I love the fact so, that you were texting texting us from the back of the bike. Yes. The back of the bike. I'm, I'm on a motorcycle with a helmet on texting. Te- texting G. G who going, did you fucking who? Daytona? <laughs> <laughs> and all I'm thinking is, I can't believe we are getting this question. <laughs> you guys are. And nasty. I'm like, I'm not going to bed yet because we need to yeah. figure yeah. out how this ends. <laughs> You're worldwide. <laughs> so um, we got back to their house and. um. I had to go to the bathroom and Nick's shoes were still on. And uh, he's like, it was Tom and Lauren. It was Tom and Lauren. It was like, he had already figured yeah, it out. Yeah. <laughs> who, who knew who? <laughs> and we're like, oh yeah, we met them. Yeah. yeah. This couple, like they knew, they, they knew what they were doing. Like they, oh, they well, had a routine down. So it was two couples and they played yes. with each other quite frequently. So like they know each other very, very well. So mm-hmm. by the time we got there, they were already pretty much um, not completely naked, but they were comfortable. Yeah. So we got there and little bit of chit chat i think we had stopped and got some beer put it in the refrigerator and they're like all right let's get in the hot tub and so we get in the hot tub for a while and just chit chat i can't remember how we transitioned with somebody yeah just i like, think i think i think him and i started when um we one started of kissing gentlemen. yeah we started kissing yeah, as usual yeah i was I'm gonna like, say this seems like yep, a yeah yeah i'm over here shooting this shit and oh yeah, oh, yeah. oh okay she's her tongue is way down there i guess it's time to go yeah <laughs> So we, we go in, we transition. Um, so the six of us transitioned into their bedroom. Yeah. This couple, they were like, oh my gosh, so much fun. Yeah. My first experience with a double dildo. Ooh, do yeah. tell. Um, yeah. I, first off, um, before you get there, the couple who owned the home, this is the first couple where like, I don't know who's dominant because they were both running the show. He was like, all right, now you're doing this and you're doing that. And then the woman was like, yes. And, and also over here, this is going to happen, blah, blah, blah. So like we had been playing for like a little bit when she's like, all right, Elizabeth, <laughs> we're trying this, get on your back. And she pulls out this double dildo. She's like, we're scissoring. And I'm yeah. like, all She right. pulls out this double dodo, and I am more excited, I think, than Elizabeth was. I'm like, <laughs> I was a little scared. I've kind of wanted to see this for a while and I didn't even know that I did. So it was so fun. Like from my perspective, I was just, let me tell my perspective real quick because like my perspective is just like this woman is, she's running this show. So like she has Elizabeth put it inside of her and then she puts it inside of her and she looks at me and she goes, okay, when I tell you, um, we're going to do this for a while. But when I tell you, you grab the center and just shake it. And I'm just like, okay. So, well, so you tell your point of view. Well, there was there was also a magic wand going on at the same time. Not yet, not yet. Yeah. That came out, but well, so, yeah. So, so we're doing, you know, we're doing, and I'm like, okay, this is fun. I mean, I've always been curious, yeah, and I can check that off my my list. It was fun, but it did feel good. It, it was it was a little bit. I don't know if you've ever used one. Anybody's ever used one? G. Constantly, oh, no. I am always it's no. my favorite. It's my yeah. favorite. <laughs> Just put it in me. It was very long so it felt much better when nick put his hand there and kind of made like a stop mm-hmm. you know um and he was shaking it that felt good um <laughs> but he he was shaking it you guys can't see my hand motion he was yeah, shaking yeah, yeah. it <laughs> i was like it's earthquake time <laughs> uh and yeah and then they got a magic wand out nick is shaking it she's got a magic wand out double dildo i mean what what? Like there was a lot of was, teamwork going yeah. on that night. Like it was actually like kind of amazing to see. Cause like we've been in a few group 
things, but like not so coordinated or I don't know, is, is just not as well planned. Well, and that was the first time ever two guys. Oh yeah. Like it's co- together made me calm. Like one of them had a glass dildo and the other one had the magic wand, right? Yep. And like, and I was not one, one of, of them. Yeah. It wasn't one of them. <laughs> it was like, I was like, holy shit. And like this couple, the couple that hosted, like they were like, yeah, satisfaction guaranteed. Like they were like, we're, like we do. Well like, done. Yeah. Like they were, and I don't know. I don't know if it's because they knew that we knew people at the sex forum, but they were like, <laughs> we're they, getting a story they out were, there. Oh, yeah. That's they right. wanted to make sure we had a good time. And um, I just think the two couples know each other so well yeah, and they're yeah, not great. afraid to like show off their skill sets together with another couple because they're like, this is what we like and probably you're going to like it too. Like, yeah. No complaints. They were really cool though. Like even afterwards, like we sat around and talked and like they knew we were going to secrets afterwards and um they gave us like some tips on that. Like they said, like they're it's gonna go very fast. Like when you meet somebody, like it's gonna be bang boom, you're gonna be in a room. Um they did say like it works a lot better if you go there with another couple. And I think their point was it's really hard to talk to people because most people are there with somebody. So if you're just a couple by yourself, no one really talks to you. And that's kind of how it was for us until we met a couple there. And then all of a sudden people were like, Hey, how are you? Like everyone was talking yeah. to you. Yeah, that is true. So it, they were a cool couple to meet. So you guys pack up the campground mm-hmm. and head to secrets. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was fun. I like, oh, we, we did go, we went to a um, nudist beach. I did get pictures from that too. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. In Daytona. Yeah. And I, I was giving multiple uh, bikini, oh, bikini, bikini updates, updates as the, yes, the week went yeah. on. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. I didn't. I, yeah. I, I thought you'd appreciate the last one. She shed the bikini. It's gone. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah. That was fun. I highly recommend it. So much fun. I, I like, I like being naked. Yeah. Any, just, any sand issues? Because that's Ms. no, issue. No. no. As long as you stand, you stand your blanket. Yeah, we didn't like when you play in yeah. the sand or anything. No, we, no. It was a it was a public. It was a nude. No. Yeah, but secrets was fun. The first night was a little bit of a snafu with not even a snafu. It was just um, a lot of logistical issues getting checked in in our room and you know kind of getting the party started but the second night we incidentally we didn't know that we had a um a room that was um, had been featured on another podcast <laughs> pretty cool room <laughs> very cool room I, I did not book that on purpose i had no idea and but, but would book again for sure oh yeah five yeah five stars again would do that again uh, we met well one couple came in and initially approached us because he was very intrigued by my height he had to be at least six foot seven right and for those of you who can't see Elizabeth, she is five foot eleven. Yeah. So he was super excited to meet a tall girl. Yeah, he was very excited to meet. He, a tall he kept girl. telling me, um, I hope you don't mind, but I'm gonna be standing next to her all night. And I was like, Well, I don't whatever. I'm on <laughs> yeah. the other side, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I mean his wife were also um bourbon fans and we like bourbon. So we had bought, we had brought a bottle of bourbon that we can't find in our home state that we found in Florida. So we're like, we'll open this bottle up, which was probably a mistake because we drank it all. We didn't get to yeah. any home, <laughs> but we, no, again, I, I would, I would disagree. It was not a mistake because like we met, <laughs> we met some friends. They took us up to their room and shared some of their some bourbon. Their bourbon with us. Yeah. They were there with another couple. We got dressed for the, the club was pretty packed. So the party kind of spilled out into the pool area, which, we decided everybody decided that our room was so cool um, that we needed to go back to our room. Makes sense. So we ended up with a eight person puppy pile. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Very fun. Very fun. Tell me more. 
Well, uh, probably the coolest thing that happened, honestly, um, the the gentleman that was tall that was interested in me, he came in your ear. No, he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Not this time. No, no. We were. Um, I was on my back. He was fucking me, and he saw um, another gentleman fucking his wife. And he said, would you excuse me? I have to help my wife fulfill a fantasy. And he got up and um, apparently she had a spit roasting fantasy and he put his dick in her mouth. And I thought that was really sweet. That like was. I was okay with him leaving. <laughs> he, he he said me. He was very polite. Yeah. yeah. He was like, he was like, I would, words, I have, you would like, your vagina excuse me so I can go help my wife fulfill <laughs> a fantasy. And I was like, yes, I support that. That's nice. So what'd you do while he did that? Another guy jumped on. I mean, it was yeah. nice. Yeah. Use it or lose it. It was busy. Yeah, it was a busy night. Um, so we ended up playing with them. They, um, the other couple, there was another couple in the room, and she was actually very complimentary of Nick. Um, we got a text message the next day saying basically that all of us were porn stars, acting like porn stars in the room, but Nick was a perfect gentleman. She really appreciated it. And this, this wife had um, only played with her husband and only women. Nick was the first man that she'd ever played with. Outside, huh? of, outside of her husband. Uh, yeah. And uh, she, she felt very, like he thanked Nick for making her feel safe. Mm-hmm. Nick, what did you do? I, I honestly don't like it wasn't something I set out to do, but like we had opened our door to our room or whatever and we met the tall guy and his wife. And then we went up to their room and that's where we met the second couple. We went to the prom with both couples and like I don't know, her and I just kinda clicked. Like I don't know what it was. Like I'm a fairly sarcastic and <laughs> <laughs> And she was just like, I like this guy. And I'm like, okay, like anyone who says I like this guy and laughs at my jokes. And I'm like, well, I like you too then. So <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, so even when we went back to the room, like her and I just kind of, we didn't really play with much of anybody else. We kind of stuck to each other. Like I made my rounds. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah. But, Cause he's a gentleman. Uh, Cause I'm a gentleman and there's plenty of Nick to go around. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but no, I don't know. Like Sharon's I just, Karen, huh? she seemed like she wanted some one-on-one attention so like i gave it to her like and i don't think it was like a conscious thing it's just sort of like i don't know we had good conversation and whatever like even while like the rest of the group were playing she was like hey i'm gonna go over to this other room to get i think water bottled water or something like that Yeah, water so and pizza. Like, yeah i'll go with you and like we went for a walk together like she at one point had been talking about uh how did she say it something about how her friends were saying like they're her friends were trying she's not sure whether she's gay or bisexual oh. or pansexual or whatever and like her friends always made a big deal out of it i'm like that's just because people need to put a label on it so they can feel better and she's like i don't know that must have made her feel good because she like reached back and like held my hand as we walked i guess i just made a new friend so like yeah. that's that's all Sweet. i could say like yeah so i don't know like we went back to the room and then and like at one point, another one was like, well, I haven't had any Nick yet. So then, then I was like, all right, well, now I'm a porn star again. Hold on. I'll be back to being your friend. But so there was, I was a little bit of a porn star. I don't want to think like it was just, no, was just, how Nick just, yeah, I don't know. Like apparently I'm just a nice person. Yeah. And a good life. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. The, the pleasure is mine. You're welcome then. <laughs> We ended up playing um, two of the couples, the other one couple, you know, peeled off. It was getting late. Another peel, couple peeled off. So it was down to um, the girl who 
thinks that was really, really nice. And then her husband. Nick and the girl who thought he was very nice were um, kind of like, you know. We were just cuddling. We were laying on our sides, just kind of like looking in each other's eyes, like just talking, just BSing, whatever. So um, behind her are Elizabeth and her husband. And like, I kind of like tilt my head off the bed and look over and he is just ears deep in Elizabeth's ass, just eating her ass, <laughs> just going to town. And I look at his wife and I'm like, is your husband eating Elizabeth's ass? And she looks over her shoulder and she's like, yeah, I think he is. And he was. And? Yeah. So um, I, what you, what you didn't realize, this is probably one of our, at, you know, at the time, our yes. reconnecting moments was I was, I was very conscientious of the time. Which is why I love the storytelling afterwards. Because we had to, I knew that we had to drive back to our home state. We had to check out. And what we neglected to factor in was the time change. So we actually lost an hour yeah. mm-hmm. and didn't even realize it. Uh, the husband was, he was like round two. And I, and I was like, we've been fucking for three hours. I'm tired. I'm tired. And I have to pack up and drive 16 hours to get home. I, my, and I, maybe this is where I need to work on my communication was I, I just kind of rolled over like indicating I'm tired. I'm like, done. let's just, yeah, be done. And yeah, he took that as, Oh, I'm doing this now. And I just feel like ass eating is something you should probably negotiate beforehand. But he, <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of where I was going yeah. because I yeah. didn't know this was on the table yet. No, and, uh, no, no, no. Apparently I mean, you don't need to ask if she's tired enough, you can just do it. You just dive in. Just, she just rolls curious. over. That means that's a yes. That's a yes. It's an yes. Over guess. here, just trying to gauge your you. level of tiredness Listen, right now. It's- I'm gonna take a nap. You go ahead and eat my ass. Because <laughs> I mean, I'm down. <laughs> what was surprising to me about seeing it is like I saw it. And I'm like, I've never done that. She's never asked for that. <laughs> never. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Like, yeah. but I, I was happy. I was just happy to be there. I don't know. You were tired. You're a sleepy puppy. Yeah. <laughs> now is this on the list now or? <laughs> I, I mean, um, and also what, what Nick didn't see was he had been, um, I don't know he was like trying to, you know, have some anal play while we, cause I was like, oh, wrong hole. And uh, uh, I, I yeah, had heard, yeah, I yeah, had yeah. heard. Yes. Um, but lucky for me, it was, I think he was also getting tired. So it was, um, you know, it wasn't going in. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't, it was not, it wasn't, it wasn't a huge concern of mine gotcha. that I had. So we, we still are chuckling about the ass eating. <laughs> Was he was in there. Unexpected. But to be clear now, that's on the list or that's off the list? Just so yeah, I know. Yeah, I guess. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm down for anything. I just, you know. No. Uh, okay. Okay. Like, careful with down she, for anything. She wants a little conversation maybe beforehand yeah. if that's going to happen. Some warm-up. <laughs> is, yeah, it's just I, I not. typically consider that a nice warm-up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out whether Elizabeth is like a sub or not. Like maybe you could just be like, I'm going to eat your ass now and just do it. And maybe she'd be like, yeah, I'm into that. <laughs> I don't know. More I don't know to, either. More to come. More to come. I'll, okay. keep, right. you, I'll keep you posted. You'll be the first to know. I appreciate I'll it. I'll keep you posted. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. And have, so it sounds like a good trip. Oh, <laughs> it was a good <laughs> we trip. Have yeah. Laughed. We have laughed ever since. Yeah. Excellent. Let's start digging into some of your favorite stories. So I, I've twice we've hung out with couples and we've gone to strip clubs and I thoroughly enjoy that because it's, uh, you can get a little touchy feel like it's a little bit weird, but it's not like it's, it's, I feel like it's a, it's fun to kind of, you like the whole date experience pushing the envelope. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, the one time we had met a, um, a stripper and cause we were there with another couple and, uh, she just wouldn't leave. And I'm like, 
like, D- you, we're trying to hook up here. She's like, you know, people pay to lick my feet and, you know, people <laughs> buy my underwear. She's like, you wouldn't believe how much money people spend on sex. I'm like, I, I believe you. I believe yeah. everything you're yeah, telling we, me. We got a hotel room for it. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I, I know, I know people that have apartment dedicated (laughs) pretty sure i know people spend then we're like dude do you know that like there's clubs where people actually fuck out in public or out in the open and she's like what also you should premise like i was sitting with the woman that's Mm -hmm. not you and you were sitting with the other man too so like and she didn't didn't realize this yeah she and and she's like i don't understand and i'm and she's like wait a minute he's with her and you're with him and i'm like yes I'm like, but we're going to fuck each other tonight and then we're going to go home. Yeah. I'm like, this, this club is fun, but it's kind of lame compared to what we're used to. Yeah. So I think we told her, I'm like, if you want to see some crazy shit, you should go to a swinger club. Yeah. And she was very confused because none of us were making money doing this. So you don't get paid for this. Like, you're doing this for free. We're like, yeah. And I was like, no, dude, she gets at least half my 401k. She's getting paid. She's got it all if I die. There's so much more money in marriage. Get married. Yeah, so I feel like I've, I've been having fun doing that. Like, I, I call it. Yeah, you like you like the whole just going on a date thing. Yeah, more, meeting I think, people. I and yeah, I feel like it's more Do you intimate. have a specific one that you like the most? So I'm just a puppy. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I have fun. No, I mean, yeah, the two times we went to a strip club with couples, that was fun. Um, twice people have invited us to their houses. Phenomenal. So much fun. Great people. Can't wait to do that more. Yeah. At least three times. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds of fun. Mm. Yeah, we're having fun. My favorite story ever. We were at the our local club uh, just yesterday with Echo and Falcon, and favorite story came up. Mm-hmm. I can't remember how. I think you and you and Echo might have the same favorite story. Oh, you might be ruining this for her. Well, she was hoping she should have got ask. she should have got here first. <laughs> um, I so like hearing both versions. My favorite story is actually the night we met you two. Um, you had invited us here to the sex apartment. I can't remember the theme of the party. Do you? Oh, couples, oh, couples and unicorns. And unicorns. That's yes, one. there was a unicorn there too. So it was couples and unicorns. Uh, we met you guys for dinner. That was super fun. I was really surprised actually. Like Elizabeth and I were a little bit nervous to meet you because we'd been listening to your podcast and like in our mind we're like, oh, these are swinger rock stars. Like they're, <laughs> they're going to be like, oh, scary it's nice to meet you. Yeah, these. Oh, is there, do they have guns? No, they have penises and vaginas. Um, <laughs> So anyway, we met you at the sex apartment and you were, Nessa at least, seemed just as nervous as we were. So like that immediately calmed us down. So like, (laughs) I feel like we got along pretty quickly. Had a really nice dinner. Um, We went to the club. We just walked around a lot and talked a lot. I remember we went outside and like just a circle of us just standing around and laughing. We were just, literally writing a stand-up comedy oh, routine. We, we really right. were. Yeah, we were just standing there doing yes. stand, just making jokes about yes. Jesus and meatballs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, which is surprising. I, I learned later, like, G is not one to be outside. So that was pretty fun to learn later that, like, we hung outside for we quite did. a while. Which it, it takes a lot to get me out there. It was a nice night, though. It was yes, a very nice but night. It was. And then we went inside, and I think we all did a lap. Um Ended up back in another circle of just random people just oh. talking and laughing. That guy, what he was giving us shots of um, 
tequila. And he was like, this is the best tequila oh, yeah. you've ever really? had. Where's it from? Well, and, no, I, I knew tequila comes from Mexico. Oh, no, no. I was yeah, like, what, right. where, where do you get this tequila? And he's like, Mexico. And I'm like, well, what kind of tequila is it? And he's best you've ever had. And I'm like, if it's the best tequila I've ever had, I want to buy some for my house. Yeah, it was where like an I Abbott I and Costello routine. <laughs> yeah, like, like, it was like, and then, and where like, did you get it? Mexico. <laughs> Mexico. What is it? What it's is the it? best you've ever had. <laughs> Yeah. So there was that guy. Um, <laughs> Just to be clear, what was the tequila? He didn't we don't know. No, we still don't know. Still don't know. I was really hoping it was called the best you ever had. No, 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 no. I was okay. so annoyed because I'm yeah. like, if it's the best, I want to buy it. <laughs> and that that was the night too. Also, um, when we first got there, the four of us were walking around. You guys recognized Echo. Her, she was in a room, oh, and yes. you were like, "Is that?" I don't think. And I'm like, "You can recognize your friend having sex. That's crazy." But then after hearing Echo, I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, I get it." So um, <laughs> eventually, they came out of the room. They hooked up in one of our circles of just talking and Nonsense. being stupid and laughing. And then, like somehow, we all ended up in a room. It was a eight person, right? Eight person puppy paw. I think that was our first. Puppy pile, wasn't it? Yes. So, um, so you hang out the swinger rock stars, and that's, that's right. Like they're like, look at all our rock star friends. So, um, that was just a great night. Like what happened in the room, what happened outside of the room. That's my favorite night so far. Um, there's been at least one night that probably comes close, but that's my number one at least. That was a fun night. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. That was yeah. Fun. Swinger rock stars. We are swinger fucking rock stars, baby. <laughs> I still don't get it, people. <laughs> I, I <laughs> hey, eight person puppy piles are no small feat. I understand, but I'm more speaking to the fact that they listened to the podcast and they had this image of us, and we have seen it from a handful of couples that have run into us at the club telling us, "Oh, we listen to your podcast," and. I'm still not used to this reaction, and I don't think we deserve this reaction, but I kind of like the reaction. You are such a ham. You love every second of it. Oh, I do. I do. (laughs) I am not. (laughs) And you are not. No, you are correct. I would hide behind a tree. You appreciate it when... I appreciate it. No, okay. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love it when we have a fan come up to us and rave about how much they listen to the podcast or what they like about the podcast or what they've learned. That makes me very happy. And we will talk podcast all day long and answer any questions anybody has, and we are happy to do so. But we also are just very normal people. And, and that's where we had one woman shaking and almost crying talking to us the other day. We're just like, what, why we, we just, we, we talk in the living room of our sex apartment. I know not everybody has a sex apartment, but we just sit here and we talk and we bring in people that we meet in everyday life to talk as well. And that also speaks to how much we appreciate everybody and the fact that you guys keep nominating us for the ASN awards. This is the last time this season that you'll have to hear about us talking about it. The nominations close on April 15th. So please, please, please keep submitting those nominations as much as you can up until that point. We really, really, really want to be nominated. Yes. We love our Hump Day Quickies family. Absolutely. And we appreciate you guys voting for us. Please keep voting. And if you want to find the link to those nominations, you can find it in the show notes as well as on our Facebook, on our Twitter, on our Instagram. And on all those places, we have as many sexy pictures that we can put up and still stay on those platforms. (laughs) Hopefully. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Yes. 
I'm curious how well we play in the swinger biker category. The number of swinger bikers that must be out there, if there are special campgrounds devoted to these. There's just whole worlds out there that we don't know about. Oh, I'm sure there's like a swinger community for every other community. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know. Maybe there's like a golfing community that has swinger. You know what I mean? Well, like, of course, every golfer is a swinger. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine that swingers, when they group together, they group together on interests that they have. So therefore they break off into another community, which these are swingers who like to bowl. These are, this is a bowling team of swingers. God, I that'd mean, be fun. I'd do that. Yeah. I also think the fact that it's becoming more popular and more normalized a thanks little bit, yeah. to us and everybody else that's working on that. Yeah. I think these groups are getting out there and people are starting to hear about them. And they're also being more open about welcoming new people. It's funny you mention how it's becoming more normalized. And as much as I enjoy that in this day and age, we have so many ways of getting information. Any course, you know, social media or Google, you can find information anywhere you want. Mm -hmm. uh, Reddit, those kinds of things. Elizabeth ends up saying how the best way as a biker to learn about things within the biker community, especially at these rallies, is to actually meet somebody who's been to the rally or who knows about that campground, who's been to that campground. And I know that the best way to learn about swinging is to talk to somebody who does it. It's back to the old word of mouth. The Absolutely. fact that it's getting out right now is great and that people know it exists. Right. But if you can find somebody to ask all your questions to and can help you through this, and like, hopefully the right way. Right. And a known swinger at that, like not just because as much as I support all of the, you know, online groups, you're not really sure where a lot of these people are coming from with their answers. Mm -hmm. So if you can find somebody like a actual physical person that you can talk to that can give you answers. But yeah, I've gotten some of the best advice from swingers who are out there swinging. Absolutely. And the best way to learn is to experience and share your experiences with others. Mm -hmm. That's the basis of this podcast. It really is. And it's to show all of the different ways that people go about it. Mm -hmm. Speaking of friends talking, we have another one with a hundred something goal. <laughs> we have friends who like that hundred marker. That, that hundred spot challenge. That, that 100, yeah. She will have an easier time collecting a hundred beads than Holly collecting a hundred blowjobs in the uh, glory hole in room. In the glory hole room, yep. yeah. But will she have as much fun? Yeah, probably, knowing her. Yeah, she will have as much fun. Especially if she's offering these vodka-soaked gummy lifesavers, which I want to go home right now and start making. <laughs> you have said this. I, I feel this should be a pre-party treat from now on. Is that too forward at the pre-party? I don't know. I think that's a good icebreaker at the pre-party. Yeah, not a bad way to start it off. Might be stopping at the store on the way home tonight. <laughs> pre-party coming up soon. You have to start soaking. Yes. I, not oh, in that way. Damn it. I got excited. <laughs> I knew you were, we're going to try there. that one night. But <laughs> How much longer before couples who have threesomes will actually acknowledge that they're in some form of a lifestyle? And not just go, oh, no, 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 we're not swingers. We're not in a lifestyle. We just fuck other people. 
I don't know what it is about labeling it that makes some people just not not want to like corner themselves in that. We're it's not the stigma. That. It's the stigma that surrounds it. And until it becomes more normalized, people are going to, oh, no, no, we just we're just having fun at the bar. We're right. We get drunk and grab a lady and go. Yeah, it's that's, we're just having fun. fun. It's cool. Yeah. It's not we're not it's not our lifestyle. <laughs> we just do it every weekend. What? <laughs> <laughs> every other. It's, right. it's, it's every other it's weekend, a, so it's not a, a lifestyle. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I do think the word swinger does have a bit of a attachment to it that some people just don't oh, yeah. want to attach 100%. themselves to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that couple, after a handful of beers, like, oh, you know what? No, we, we can be yeah, swingers. We'll we're be ready. swingers. Yeah, now we're ready. And yay, Nick and Elizabeth for saying, not tonight, guys. Right. Pick somebody else because we're not going to be that one that you guys wake up to tomorrow going, oh, what the fuck did we do? But it kind of sounds like they wake up a lot with the, what the fuck did we do? It, it sounded like they definitely experimented from that point on. And whether or not each one of those couples was like, yeah, sure, fuck my wife. Or if they put that thought in their head and they're like, oh, wow, this is fun. Let's go. And really enjoyed it that first night and just kept going. I love how Elizabeth fulfilled a fantasy that she didn't really even know she had until it was in the moment. Mm -hmm. And I think her fantasy was very specific to that moment. I feel I understand where she's coming from. I think that she was very turned on by the mechanic and then realized, you know what? I really want to fuck a mechanic who just is complimenting my bike Mm -hmm. and, and therefore is this roundabout way of complimenting me because I I chose this bike and mm-hmm. I drive, you know, I ride this bike. And I think it just became a fantasy in that moment. And then it was instantly fulfilled. That's fair. Sex partner on wheels. Kind of love this idea. I know you do. I love the idea of renting an RV, but it's got to be one of the, it, fuck it. It's not an RV. It's a tour bus that has multiple beds and a handful of us go on the road someplace and just explore different cities doing stuff. I, I think that could be a really good time. Although I do call the bed in the back because I mean, we're fucking rock stars. So. <laughs> but I think if somebody says they're from our city and the response is, have you been to the sex apartment? Maybe we're not the rock stars, but the sex apartment sure is. So when I got that text on the road, I know I ran into the other room with my phone going, Babe, babe, look, look. look. <laughs> I thought that was just cool as hell. And I think I think our eyes were going to pop out of our head when we read the message, then looked at each other like, holy crap. <laughs> thank you, Tom and Lauren. Yes. And they are Couple OH on Twitter, and they push our podcast They are lot. our biggest supporter. And they are I amazing. Appre- every week he is texting us talking about how he loved the episode. And yes. I love the two of them so much. They are fantastic. And... I appreciate them, and this just goes to show how far they're spreading that word. And I think that's just so fucking cool. Yes, I agree. We have heard a lot of couples use the phrase professional swinger lately. Yes, actually, this has been something that seems to be coming up in a lot of, just recently, in Mm -hmm. a lot of conversations. And as much as we do it, I don't think people put us in that category. Well, I wouldn't ask people, but I don't feel that we are in that category. When I hear professional swinger, I think more of the closing the deal part. I feel that, you know, quote unquote, professional swingers are the people who are able to get in there, meet a couple, bring them home, bring them to their hotel room, wherever, Mm -hmm. close the deal fast and easy, have really great, amazing sex and be done. Yep. 
And not necessarily that they're done connecting with you or reaching out to you. They're just really good at cutting out all the bullshit, right? So like for us, we enjoy- All the bullshit. All the bullshit. We really do. (laughs) That's our favorite fucking part. We enjoy talking to people. Mm -hmm. We enjoy learning about people. We enjoy laughing with people and doing things, not just going out to eat, not just going to the bar, but we enjoy concerts and games and, you know, you name it, we'll go do something with Genuine friendships. That's yeah. my favorite fucking thing about the lifestyle. My favorite part of doing those things with lifestyle couples is that you have the added benefit of while we are out doing these things, bonding and learning about each other, we're getting closer and now the sex gets better. Mm-hmm. I absolutely enjoy the sex when the sex is better, right? Yeah. (laughs) Where you have that connection. When I hear somebody say professional swinger, I just think they've whittled it down to we're going to meet a couple, we'll do the niceties, and now we have the sex, and now we're done. Yes. And these professional swingers broke out the fucking toy box. (laughs) Oh, yeah, they did. Jeez. They broke out the wand with it. With it, yeah. And I was like, ooh. That'd be hot with the two together with the wand there. Share both. Oh, that'd be fun. I'd play. I'd I'd do that once or more. <laughs> there aren't out there. Yeah. Plus two guys, one working a glass dildo, the other working a wand. Yes. That's fucking hot too. I also like the glass dildo. That's like a throw it in the dishwasher kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Easy cleanup. Oh yeah, absolutely. On the list. It's not off the list. I think I feel very much like Elizabeth in that she's like, sweet, I can check that off as I've done that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of things that I find that I do in the lifestyle when it comes to experimenting with toys and other things, I want to try that. I want to do that. But most of the time I walk away from it saying, okay, did that. It was fine or it was great. I don't really have to have that. That's not an every time thing. That's not a, I have to go back and do that again and again and again. I agree. You know, we've heard from people in the past. One that comes to mind is Rachel, where the first time she got to try a strap on, she was 100% sold. Like She said, how do I get one of these? I'm going to find one that works for me that I absolutely love. She's going down that path and she wants to do that. And I think that's fantastic. I love that. Mm -hmm. I don't think that would be me. I don't think I'm going to, I would love to try a strap on, but then I think I would be like, okay, that was cool. And, you know, let it be. I agree. Then they get to secrets. They didn't mention it. This was the Swinger Society takeover. They managed to go that weekend. We had other plans, so we couldn't make it, unfortunately. They had a blast. They seem to have very similar comments as to what Kylie said on her podcast about check-in process and overcrowdedness of some areas and all that. But overall, they had a great time. They actually landed completely by accident in the room that Swing Nation talked about on their podcast with the cage that they did the blowjob competitions in. Yeah. And Kylie even stopped in to talk to them about it and go, hey, this was the room. And she connected with them there. Yeah. Then they get to their second night and have their eight-person puppy pile, during which a gentleman is... Kindly excuses himself. Yes. So that he can fulfill his wife's fantasy of a spit roast. Yes. How do you feel about that? 
A, I was amazed that she was at this hotel takeover and hadn't experienced that yet. <laughs> B, I was happy that she had talked with her partner enough that he noticed, hey, wait, she's getting fucked. I've got an opportunity here to fulfill this fantasy. We're going to take it. And C, I'm happy that they were there to be part of seeing that fantasy fulfilled for them. I also want to mention how amazing of a partner she has within an eight person puppy pile. He is able to take notice of his wife mm -hmm. in a situation where she can actually fulfill this fantasy. He takes that opportunity. And I, that's actually not that easy to do. When you're in an eight person puppy pile, when you have eight people going, there is so much going on mm -hmm. that to be that connected to your partner, to be able to notice that, that is something I would say like big high fives to that guy. And having fucked Elizabeth before, I oh, would say and to be able to walk to away from to go, that. Yes. Hang on, I need to stop doing this for one second because <laughs> I'm sure I could have said, hey, can somebody put a dick in her mouth? She wants she that. <laughs> but, hey, she has a fantasy. I'm busy here, but somebody. <laughs> but that's also me wanting to see more dicks in your mouth. But eh, what can I do? I just think that's that's fantastic that he was able to pick up on that right away. Elizabeth mentions that Nick got a, an amazing compliment from the female that he had spent some time with, that he was this perfect gentleman mm -hmm. all evening. I have had the exact same experience with Nick, that he is an amazing person. He has always made me feel super comfortable. He knows almost always what to say. His sense of humor is just so fantastic that if I'm not completely swooning because he's said something super nice and sweet i'm laughing and those are probably the top two things to do to just make me feel totally comfortable in his presence and i can 100 percent see how this woman was just loving every second of that and there was no surprise when he was telling the story as they were walking and she was bothered by all oh, my friends don't know if i'm gay or bi or whatever and he's like it's a fucking label get Who over it cares? nobody cares yeah. be whatever you want to be and that's them they're like just have fun just yeah. do it whatever yeah. how long is too long to fuck clarify the question because if we're talking how long is too long to have a big puppy pile or how long is too long for person a to be fucking person b during any scenario i think from the start of sexual interaction to the end of sexual interaction that can be in a puppy pile situation it could be in a one you know three persons threesome two very different answers okay well puppy piles are good for as long as they're lasting as long as people are moving around and enjoying other things okay and i hate the idea of putting a specific time on it but there is definitely a moment when it gets to be all right let's wrap it up i believe that being a penis owner and being a vagina owner <laughs> you are going to get different answers to this question no matter what but I think that it is a very important skill to acquire in that reading the partner that you are with. Yes. So even if it's an eight-person puppy pile and the person you're with is tapping out, you need to give that person space. Mm-hmm and let them tap out. Even if the rest of the room is going full speed and everybody, and you yourself have more steam 100% in you. 100% agree. As soon as you see that a person is no longer putting in their full effort, they're usually not going to be jumping in for more and more and more. So it's very important to me that people acquire the skill to notice mm -hmm. exhaustion 
to notice, okay, she's had enough. Yep. And that doesn't mean that they have to come. And that's the one thing that bothers me the most is that I've been in situations where people feel that they need to keep going until you come Mm -hmm. and maybe you are not going to come and maybe you're enjoying yourself not coming. So don't push past the point of I'm over this because you're trying to make them come. Yes. Or in Elizabeth's case, clearly she's just a happy to be their puppy dog. So when she rolls over and puts her ass in the air. I don't know if her ass was in the air. (laughs) It just wants to be. (sighs) It's tough to eat an ass on the side. So I'm guessing, I'm guessing, and that's maybe I'm assuming the wrong thing. I don't know. My question for you is, where do you stand on the whole ass eating thing? Because that's not something we've done that much. I used to do it a lot. And then I kind of backed off of it, my previous relationship, and it hasn't really brought itself back. I used to be really big into it. I didn't know this. Yeah. Um, Like I said, I haven't brought it back, clearly. We've Uh, done it a couple times, but not a lot. Yeah. You know, it's definitely one of those things that has me self-conscious. So I don't know that I can do that with just any partner, especially just a new strange partner that Mm -hmm. I don't know yet. I feel that would be more reserved for maybe somebody I've played with in the past or maybe somebody I'm more comfortable playing with. Maybe somebody you've talked about it with, perhaps. (laughs) Perhaps. Perhaps that's, yeah. Perhaps I, there was a conversation. I have to agree <laughs> that yes. discussions might be the way to go there. Definitely a conversation because that's not something everyone is instantly comfortable with anybody doing. So that's definitely a conversation. So Nick mentions that they were very nervous to meet us the first time when we took them out for a Mm pre-party. Mentions that he noticed that I was also nervous. Which surprised me. What surprised you? That you were nervous. I'm nervous all the time. You really feel you were nervous that night? I'm nervous every night we meet there's new people. There's a different now. See, when I get nervous, there's it's nervous. I yeah, but don't you're see not. That with you. you don't have a social nervousness no, like I do. I, I have a very. I'm socially awkward, and I can easily get wrapped up in my own thoughts, and I get very nervous. They were the first ones here people. that night too, and I know you are very nervous when I walk that first couple into the room. I I do see that where you're like, okay, let's unless it's somebody we already know, and then you're fine. But when that first couple gets here that you don't know, there is that how is this going to go moment. But I think with them, it real quick clicked and yeah, wasn't were. an issue. We have so many fun pre parties. I love swinger dating. Yes. We go to the club so much that pre-parties are, for the most part, our thing. And then we kind of fill in other open times when we can with dates. Lately, we've had a handful of more dates. Yeah. I enjoy those and think we should do more of them. I have so many trains of thought here. There's no one answer that I can say absolutely. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love our Mm pre-parties. It kind of gets your foot in the door with multiple couples and allows us to have a chance to somewhat get to know each other for a little bit before we end up in a club situation where we can't hear them Or we see them walking past us and we're not sure if that's the couple we saw online or not, you know, takes away a lot of that stress of trying to meet them at the club. And I really enjoy that. And one of the benefits of having that pre-party is that we don't feel like we absolutely have to stay connected to any of those couples that we met earlier in the evening for our Mm -hmm. pre-party, that we now are at the club, we see them, we can say, hi, how are you doing? Are you enjoying your night? It 
kind of gives that opportunity of space. So here you have an opportunity to either reconnect with them at the club and maybe get a room together or let them find other people to connect with and they can, you know, find a room. Mm -hmm. And I really love having that because it just opens up that if the connection wasn't there, we don't have to have that awkward, oh yeah, we didn't really have a connection with you. There's a bunch of other people at the club that they can find a connection with. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So you never feel like you've monopolized their time that easily evening just for it to end uneventfully for both of us you know that's one really amazing thing about the pre-party although most of the time we don't find a lack of connection most of the time the trouble is that we find connections on too many points and then we have lots of people that we want to hang out with that's also a struggle (laughs) i mean if you want to call it a struggle struggle's real (laughs) and then uh the one-on-one dating is a little more high pressure because sometimes you go out, you do something, you feel you kind of have to get to that connection before we get back to the apartment so that therefore we can continue it Mm -hmm. on into the bedroom. And sometimes it's there and sometimes it's not. And it also depends on what we choose to do. You know, like if we go to see a game or something and we don't end up talking through the game, we're watching the game and we've not had that opportunity to connect, then it can be a little bit awkward trying to find that connection quickly before we have to head back to the bedroom or before the night is coming to a close. Part of me is like, hey, we should sit me, their partner, you, the other partner. But at the same time, I also like sitting next to you during the game. So I'm kind of torn there. there Honestly, are... I'm also afraid of the kiss cam. <laughs> oh, when we, when they, <laughs> yeah. I mean, who cares? Although you have my, had people. My original opinion was who cares, but then you and I land on the kiss cam. And next thing I know, I got six people texting me. Hey, just saw you in the kiss cam. I'm like, where are you people? I didn't even know you were here. So, wait, didn't I just see you making out with some other? Ch- yeah, it wasn't me. It was a kiss cam. We had to. I wasn't going to get booed on kiss cam. Yeah. It was okay. My wife's okay with it. Thanks for joining us for a Hump Day Quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844-4HUMPDAY and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories.